the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM, more stimulating talk, San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. We face a lot of decisions in our life on do we want to use big box stores or do we want to use local businesses that have local employees and people who support local communities and make them great and wonderful. Oftentimes I'm a conflict in my own thought. I love the the localness of California. I love the locals at my, my local bar. And yet I'll shop at Amazon.com so I don't have to pay, you know, income tax, not income tax, but uh, sales tax. You know, when your computer breaks, your first thought is better call Best Buy. You know, they got the geek squad. Or should you cons- or should you support a local business? 800 geeks on call. It's a good question, right? <laughs> touche, Heidi, touche. California, here I come. Um, yeah, it's the big box merchants, you know. They can fix your computer, but so can local mom and pop screw, screwdriver companies. So can, you know, 800 geeks on call. So Best Buy, 70 bucks for a diagnostic service. You know, do you replace the hard drive? Do you not? In this day and age, isn't it easier just to buy a new freaking computer versus paying to get one fixed? It's up to you. You know, in this day and age, what do you want, a $2 hammer? Or from Walmart, from Home Depot? Or do you want a, a $6 hammer from the mom-and-pop uh, hardware store in San Francisco? Typically, Americans tend to vote with their, pay, with their uh, paycheck. So for instance, uh, there's a big story out yesterday that Walmart's cutting video game prices 15 to 25%. 15 to 25%. That's a pretty big cut. And GameStop, their stock has fallen basically 20% in two days on that news because price wars... Stocks don't win. Consumers win in price wars. So will GameStop lower their prices? They probably won't because the people who shop at GameStop, they're nerds. They're, they're gaming nerds. They're enthusiasts is the right way of saying it. And they, they support their GameStop prices. Now, there's all sorts of new content out there. And for instance, Electronic Arts is talking about delivering fewer video games and doing more of them online. You know, the typical markup is 100% on retail. So... 
if you buy a video game for 50 bucks, it probably costs that retail store 25 bucks. So their markup's pretty high. It's pretty good. You have to handle a lot of inventory and do a lot of returns and things like that. So that's why the markup's so huge. Now, if Electronic Arts sells that same video game online for 50 bucks or sells it through Valve or through Steam for bucks, it all goes to them. It 50% of it doesn't go to the retailer. They cut out the middleman. So things are changing. Things are changing. You get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. For instance, when I was a kid, when I was in college, of which, by the way, when you're in college, stop and appreciate it. It's the best time of your life. It truly is. Everything that they say, true. Amazon has announced the new textbooks trade-in program. I didn't have Amazon.com when I went to college. I had to go to the school store, and that stunk. So new textbooks trade-in program allows customers to exchange used textbooks in return for an Amazon.com gift card. Textbooks trade-in program will offer students the ability to trade in textbooks that they no longer need. What's interesting to note about that is when Amazon first came out, we bought CDs there. And then we bought books there. And we bought DVDs there. And now you can buy video cards there. You could also buy college books there. There's nothing that they can't do. They're a powerful company. One analyst today um, calls it a market perform. He's saying the company, Amazon, has emerged as the gold standard in e-commerce with clever integration of its owned and operated sites and third-party strategy to optimize price, value, and selection for consumers. As a result, it has significantly outperformed the worldwide e-commerce market since 2006, and it commands approximately 14% of the domestic e-commerce. Are you kidding me? That's huge. They're a dominant retailer, and honestly, their competition is Walmart. They don't have online competition. In digital media, you can get music through Amazon, just like you can through Apple iTunes. You can get movies through Amazon. So what we what I like about Amazon and what I like about Apple iStore is I trust them. You know, every now and then you go to like, I used to get some uh, chocolate healthy protein shakes, uh, metrics shakes from a, a website called Netrition, Netrition, N-E-T-R-I-T-I-O-N, because they had the best price. Amazon now has the best price or close to the best price. So I just go with Amazon because I trust them a little bit more than the people at Netrition. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just do. Remember how annoying Jeff Bezos used to be? CEO of uh, Amazon.com. He'd get on TV and he'd have like a pink puffy doll and he's like, this is the cool gift for Christmas. Order it today. He was a pretty creepy CEO and he's kind of disappeared. So there's Seattle's other big company. Seattle's first big company, Microsoft. Something that women love to do and men love to do, get on motorcycles. I got motorcycle news for you. How is motorcycles tied towards investments? Harley Davidson. Ticker symbol hog. So that, that's got to be one of the best uh, ticker symbols of all time. Sad part about it is I wish I had it. I once dated a girl named Ann Kiefer. <laughs> My first girlfriend. She of the one who basically fleeced me went to a madonna concert with her a couple hundred bucks bc boys opened up went to her prom got more hundred bucks got my first got to first base woo fantastic for for all women and men you don't know this 
You know this. That first time you do that, it's electric, and you remember it for the rest of your life. Third date was a birthday. Spent a couple more, 100 bucks, and uh, got to meet her boyfriend. So um, her nickname is The Hog. <laughs> forgive me, people. Forgive me. I was young. I was innocent, but I got played. So put your ASS on some class. That's the whole idea here. Harley-Davidson t-shirts say it. Hogs, Harley-Davidson's, are the premium. They're the, the elite. They're the, and these sound like vibrators, but they're not. The Electroglide, the Sportster, the Fat Boy. They are the premium. Plus, they got a lifestyle that goes with it where they sell clothes to, to, to enhance what they do. Well, they're in the news today. Harley-Davidson's largest factory agreed to cut jobs 50%. Are you kidding me? The employees agreed to cut 50% of the jobs, but they get more work rule flexibility and unusually long labor deal. In exchange for the motorcycle maker's commitment to invest $90 million in the plant, this is a really unusual labor deal. It's a seven-year pact. The Harley-Davidson factories in York, Pennsylvania, it represents an acknowledgement by the plant's workforce of the vulnerability of well-paid U.S. manufacturing jobs. That's the first time I've ever heard a union say that. The unusual seven-year pact, it represents an acknowledgement by the workforce of the vulnerability of well-paid U.S. manufacturing jobs. Harley could just as easy make those, those bikes overseas for a lot less. But they're American-made. Remember when Ronald Reagan visited the Harley-Davidson factory? People were like, ooh, the recession's over. Glory days, glory days. Now, Harley has threatened to move jobs from York to Kentucky. If the union rejected the contract, the state of Pennsylvania also offered its own sweeteners, job training, low-interest loans, $15 million for upgrades. The contract approved by members of the IAMAW, the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, paves the way for Harley to meet a previously stated goal of cutting almost 2,000 non-managerial jobs at the plant. That's stunning. That's the first time in my life that I've heard a union say out loud that they're vulnerable because they're well-paid jobs. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. You know, there's this guy named Barack Obama. You've heard of him probably, I think. There's a health care agenda that might or might not get through. I'm going to have an investment on that health care agenda for you right after the break. 800-345-5639. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. 800-345-5639. Drop me an email. Rob at robblack.com. Rob at robblack.com. Please, no stock questions via email because I can't answer them. Rob Black Show, 9, a.m. It's more stimulating talk. You're listening to Rob Black, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. I want to ask you, do Sit and wonder it's so strange We could be together for so long And never know, never care what goes on In the other one's head Things I felt but I never said You said things that I never said so I'll say I think that's the definition of an ethereal voice Right there Regina Spector the Death Cab for Cutie guy and Regina Spector doing a song together. No, 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 it's not Death Cab for Cutie. It's, um, oh, the guy who did the song Brick. Ben Folds. Ben Folds and Regina Spector. I knew I was going to pull that out. Mattel's new dolls. Are they black enough? 
Are you kidding me? Mattel has released some new dolls that some people are saying they're not black enough. Now, first and foremost, um, Mattel went through great lengths. They got Magic Johnson's wife, Cookie. I don't know if I named my kid Cookie, but they got Cookie Johnson to, to comment on them. The doll's names are Grace and Trishel. Okay? So Mattel's trying to create toys that black children could say, that looks like me, instead of all white dolls. Now, if they'd given these dolls, and they got they got some black features, there's no doubt about it. If they'd given them big old kinky hair or an afro, people would have complained that it's too Afrocentric. So it's 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 an easy industry to be picky on, right? But you have to look at that kind of stuff. Another big headline today in the world of media, and I cannot make this stuff up, is more men have something they want to get off their chests, their shirts. I don't know if you've seen this trend, ladies, but unbuttoned or plunging, not cleavage, but called heavage, it's back. Heavage. So men are now starting to unbutton another button on their shirt to show a little bit of the the breast, so to speak. Some deep V-neck, some scoop neck tops. They're hitting the United States in full force. It's all about sexy and swagger. And thank you very much, Latin guys. Having the shirts unbuttoned. So that's the big thing this year. And, you know, you can see it all over Dancing with the Stars. It's all about the heavage. The heavage. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Now, I, I teased that I would talk about this. I have to talk about it. It's Cerner. Ooh, I already gave away the name. Everyone's turning the dial right there. The government has this big health care plan out there, right? $19 billion in federal stimulus funds to motivate hospitals and doctors to convert to electronic medical record keeping. As a means for more businesses and for the developer of vendor healthcare data keeping software and systems. There's a company called Cerner, and that's exactly what they do. They basically do digital records for doctors. And once you get in, you know, you're pretty established. So that's the name of the game. In this day and age, I think it's stunning that we still see nurses, you know, update the folders and the files. You know, files can get stolen. To me, a paper file is a lot more scary than an electronic file. Cerner provides the, the IV that pumps information through the healthcare of organizations computer network. They got products and they got services that combine clinical, financial, administrative information management. Their clinical administrative information systems link emergency rooms, pharmacies, and other healthcare departments all together. It's a play on healthcare reform and it's a play on the twenty first century. And I think it makes a lot of sense to a lot of us. Now, the $19 billion, something our government's going to be throwing out there. Potential $36 billion in savings when you get electronic records taken into account. The initial view of the market and clients and potential new clients is that stimulus dollars are for real. Cerner's the best position, clinical technology vendor, to benefit from increasing healthcare IT spending over the next few years. Let's take a look at the financials. Ticker symbol is CERN. C-E-R-N. I got an email from someone who's incredibly nice. And she asked me to repeat ticker symbols twice because she's Chinese. And to that, I say, learn American, speak American. (laughs) No, I know that's not politically correct to refer to it as American. Should speak to it as English. And hopefully everyone out there knows that I'm kidding when I say that. 
Um, but I don't like giving out ticker symbols a lot because ultimately what that does is it, it creates, I don't want you buying what I, what I highlight or I don't want you buying what I profile. I want you to think about it and say, why is that man Rob Black talking about this stock? Well, in the last three years, sales for Cerner has gone from $1.3 billion to $1.6 billion. That's not bad. We're in a recession. We're coming out of a recession. They're growing their revenues. When you take a look at their margins, 13% to 17%. That's not bad. When you take a look at their income, $100 million to $188 million. So for those of you people who think that Wall Street is a risk or Wall Street is a game, you're sick, you're twisted, you're bent, you're jaded, you've lost faith, this is a good company. And it's something that you should, again, take a look at. Does it make sense that we'll have electronic healthcare records and electronic healthcare IT information technology? Do you think that's something we're going to have for a long time? Yeah. You betcha. And I can even see, I can even make a case where maybe IBM buys this company. Someone who wants to do IT services and they say, you know what? We're all tapped out in corporate Fortune 500 American companies. Let's go after hospitals and doctors. Since 2005, the stock has gone from 15 bucks to 80 bucks. Does it not make total sense to you in every way, shape, and form? And once again, once a doctor gets that software in there, do you think he's going to update it? Hell yeah. Do you think he's going to turn his back on it and go, well, you know, I, I think we're going to go with a brand new system that's totally expensive and rip this one out and it won't be compatible with the new one? No way. No way. Surprise, surprise, there's a new survey out there today that says a lot of people don't like their cell service. Can you hear me now? It is kind of ironic, isn't it, that we're in the 21st century and we had terribly well-working phones and then we started cell phones and they just work like crap. I mean, how many times a day, how many times a day do you get on a cell phone call with someone and you're like, oh, I hate this. And you're just totally unsatisfied. Two-thirds of people have at least a major complaint about their phone. One in five people say it's the high prices. Relatively cheaper prepaid services contracts are becoming increasingly popular. Verizon received the nod for offering the best cell phone service. It received high marks for voice connectivity, customer service, messaging, web email service. Number two was T-Mobile. Number three, Sprint. Number four, AT&T. T-Mobile ranked as the second best overall service carrier. That's kind of surprising. It offers some plans that are less expensive than Verizon's, which pleases many customers. AT&T is the Apple iPhone exclusive service provider. The iPhone 1 top smartphone honors 98% of people who bought the iPhone said they'd buy it again. That's kind of interesting. In all of that survey, that's the highest ranking. As far as happiness goes, it's, it's a phone that wins in a cell phone service report. I don't know. Maybe I beat up and maybe I love Apple a little bit too much. Am I an Apple cheerleader? Am I an Apple enthusiast? No! I don't even know how to use an iPod. Isn't that funny? I don't know how to use an iPod. I don't know the tracks. I don't want to. I want young and sexy to be young and sexy, and I'm not young and sexy. Now, I don't have a big old stereo receiver with an amp on it. I'm not totally on hip. Download music, I know how to do it. Play music and burn CDs, I know how to do it. CDs, there again. That's going away, right? How long until the CD's gone away completely? Five years, 10 years, 15, what do you think? New cars already have jacks for iPods. 
seems to me the CDs uh, on the way out at some point in time. I want to be investing in CDs, if you know what I'm saying. To get your calls in there, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. If you want to mock me, you can go to talk910.com, talk910.com. It's a gathering of fellow blackheads. Uh, there's a blog there where you can chime in and comment about, did he really just say that? <laughs> you can do whatever you want there. I don't care. You listen 9, 10 a.m., Rob Black Show, more stimulating talk. Blackheads on the blog are smart, some of them not so much. Farquad said, Explain to me, Rob, why Bank of America stock rose 6% this morning after they announced they were going to repay $45 million of TARP money by diluting investors. What gives? Farquad, you're an idiot. Basically, when the government lends you money, the government makes you their puppet. They make you their B-I-T-C-H. They, they kind of like kick you around a little bit, right? And, uh... Repaying them says, we can pay ourselves anything we want. You don't own us. And the government, Obama's like, you cannot pay executives more than X amount of dollars. And they could pay 10 times X if the government has no say. So that's what that's that's what's good. Plus, they paid back $45 billion. That's that's good, too, right? Guy named Stewart on, on the, the blog says, uh, what gives, Rob? Why are Visa and MasterCard stocks that you like? Because aren't they going to have credit card debt problems in 2010 when people lose their jobs? You're an idiot, Stuart. Visa and, and MasterCard don't lend money. Banks do. Visa and MasterCard just puts their name on those bank cards and they do the transaction. They basically, they're a toll road for commerce. Every time you go out to the bank, uh, every time you go out to the gas station to swipe your card, Visa gets a piece of the action. So the gas station gets paid, but Visa gets a piece of the action. So... Now, more importantly, you know, are more payments going electronic? Yes, I think so. Are more uh, payments going debit? Yes, I do think so. Are more payments going cash? No, I think cash is dying. You're Craig in San Francisco. Craig? Yeah, hi, Rob. I'm uh, wondering what you think about solar and renewables in general. I'm uh, thinking, I heard your comment earlier, you think hot markets not a good place to look. As a as a growth market, would you think would you think solar renewables are more of a growth, steady growth, or more of a hot market? Um, to me, it's more of a not right now market. Um, President Bush spent more money than President Obama did on renewables and, and tax credits and things along those lines. And you know, Bush was an oil president in in theory, and Obama's the man of the people. Um, if you take a look at a company like Solar Power or Sun Power ticker symbol SPWA. And just take a look. You can see that it's fallen way off. It's it was one forty, and now it's down to twenty. That's telling you something, Craig. Is that we need governments to have surpluses to fund this industry, versus um, recessions where they're funding you know jobless benefits and creation job programs and stimulus plans. So I don't think the world has enough money for alternative energy at this point in time, as far as investment dollars go. So I think it's a great story, Craig, but I don't think it's got a lot of money behind it right now. So um, I love solar power. I love the idea of solar power. I do not invest in solar power. I invest in ExxonMobil and Total and names like Petrobras, oil companies, because that's where our nation is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, makes it's, sense. It's, it's unfortunate because, again, 
under President Bush, this was a $140 stock. Under President Obama, it's a $20 stock. It's telling you that America does, is not voting with their dollars. Let's go to Eric in Santa Clara. Eric, you're up. Hi, Rob. Hey, um, you were talking about the Cerner Corporation and their, uh, their play with the medical uh, information technology. Sure. And uh, I was just kind of curious, with Google getting their fingers in everything, I noticed they're also getting their fingers in that with their Google Health. I'm just kind of curious what you think their play in that whole industry might be. I don't think I don't know enough about Google Health yet, Eric. Do you? No, I just kind of noticed it on their website. I don't know a week or so ago, and it kind of piqued my interest. Where uh, you know they're talking about putting all your medical records online for the doctors and hospitals and pharmacies to uh, look at and, and control it. So. And some people love that idea, Eric, and some people hate that idea. Because let's say, for instance, um, I had my uvula taken out. Um, that's the punching bag in the back of your throat. It's not the sexual organ for a woman called the vulva. It's the uvula. I don't have a vulva, or at least not yet I don't. So I had the uvula taken out. Now, because I did that, Eric, I don't snore. But because I did that, um, I'm a heart attack risk because I used to snore, and snores are a heart attack risk because they're not getting enough air into their body. So my insurance company says, oh, you, you got that. Like, I wish I didn't. I wish I could have kept that private. I wish I didn't tell that to my insurance company because now I'm screwed. I will always be known as a potential heart attack risk. Um, also, the fact that I drink a gallon of butter every day, probably not the best idea, but you, you get where I'm going. Sure. Um, I don't know if Google Health is going to work. I don't know if we want as a nation to put our stuff online. I do. I, I love the idea. I love the idea that like my dentist could see, like today I go to my dentist and he has to look at my mouth and figure out what the heck's gone on. Where, Why not have all my dentists put all my records up throughout the, all those years and they'd be able to see, oh, he's got a cap here. He's got a bridge there. He's got, you know, 19 cavities or whatever it is that I got or don't got. It would be useful and it would save a lot of time and probably save some lives. Uh, for instance, I had a chest x-ray done uh, seven, eight years ago that showed that I had no lung cancer. Um, something else is going wrong with me, but I, I had a chest x-ray. And uh, it would be useful because next time they take an x-ray, they'll be able to say, hey, there's a clean one, there's a good one. And that, that x-ray is not up there, so to speak, Eric. Yeah, well, I'm wondering if maybe with Google Health, if you can pull sections of your medical record out that you maybe don't want. Yeah, it, so and you, you're bringing up a good question, Eric, because you're saying... You just talked about Cerner, Rob, and here's a big risk to Cerner. Cerner's hardware intensive, it's IT services intensive, whereas Google's uh, probably a little bit more turnkey for doctors. Yeah, they don't have to download any software. Yeah, and, and do it all online. Uh, that's why companies uh, are are changing business models in this and day and age. Free. And it's it would probably be free. And thanks for the call, Eric. All right, thank you. So 800-345-5639, I like that. He had the cojones to challenge me. See, I'm not that tough. Um. Job markets. I want to get to some of the things that I didn't get to today. Initial claims for the week ended. Initial claims of people filing for unemployment, 457,000. So it's still above 400,000, but it's starting to come down. It was at 550, then 500, 525, 500, 495. Now we're down to 457. Continuing claims rose slightly to 5.4 million. So a lot of people, a lot of people are unemployed and they're finding it tough to find a job after seven, eight, nine, ten 10 months. Typically in a, a okay economy, you could find a job in two to three months. Now, the uptick in continuing claims probably presumes or stems from the impact of the recent decision to extend unemployment benefits. Now, the four-week moving average for initial claims hit 481,000. And again, we're moving... <laughs> Was that my... I can't believe it's butter, hallelujah. 
I love butter. So embryonic stem cells, they were a big story yesterday. And I didn't get to this story, so I'm getting into it today. Sometimes I got stuff that I, I have to, to get to you, and I do get to it, to it. Shares of two Bay Area stem cell companies jumped yesterday, big, after the NIH, the National Institute of Health, approved 13 new human embryonic stem cell colonies for federally financed research, with more colonies likely to win similar approval in the next couple of days. Now, because human embryonic stem cells are derived from discarded embryos, their use is controversial. That prompted former President George W. Bush in 2001 to severely restrict federal spending to study the cells and to limit federal financially research. President Barack Obama instantly lifted those restrictions last spring, but millions of dollars of new research projects have been on hold. Now, shares of Geron, Geron, they're a Menlo Park-based company. They're the world leader in human embryonic stem cell studies. They rose yesterday 14%. Geron has years of experience of studying these types of cells, so they got some therapeutic potential for a wide variety of ailments, in part because they can turn into any type of tissue. Embryonic stem cells can. Now, the company also holds many of the key patents. I'm not telling you to go invest in Geron. I'm not. I'm just saying, yesterday, there was some news about this. Stocks moved on it. Now, stem cells... They only work with adult stem cells, a more evolved type of cell that does not come from embryos and was not subject of the Bush restrictions. They, too, moved yesterday. Now, these are what are called story stocks. And story stocks are great, but they don't have earnings. If Geron comes up with a treatment to make your heart valves, which get hard and brittle over your life, if they come up with something to turn your hard and brittle um, blood vessels into nice, soft, Wonderful, fewer heart attacks. And that would be a blockbuster. But if they don't come up with it, they got nothing. So you have to be very, very careful on how you look at story stocks. Because it's kind of like Barry Bonds in the bottom of the night, two men out. Men are on base. Does he hit a home run to win the game or not? If not, you lose. That's a story stock. If you hit the home run, you're king. You're the man. You're the man. But if you miss... You're a goat. Bah. 25% of American households have limited bank access. 7.7% of households have no checking or savings account. That's stunning. There's 30 million households with limited to no banking. And what a lot of these people do is they go to these um, uh, cash loan places. And you pay 10, 15, 20, 25% to get your own freaking money. Because you don't have a bank. And that typically plays 54% of African-American households and 43% of Hispanics are underbanked or have no bank. Give us your poor, and what will we do? We will spit on them, and we will give them services that are expensive and they don't need. It's sad. Income plays a huge role. Households earning less than $30,000 a year make up 71% of the unbanked. And again, it's the African-American and the Latin households, and that sucks. Because we're supposed to be a land of opportunity, and we're a land of holding people down. Because they don't feel comfortable with a bank. Or because a bank won't bring them on. Because they may not have the documentation that they feel comfortable with. Or they may not trust a bank. So maybe it's not the United States' problems. Maybe it's their problems and their lack of trust. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I do know one thing. We're going to be paying more in disability insurance tax this year. Yay! No, no, that sucks. Maximum amount of California employees, we're going to have to pay more. So it's about $1,000 for disability tax. 
You probably know it on your paycheck as SDI, Social Security Disability Insurance. So for the people out there who are disabled, 1.1% of my paycheck goes to them. We do take care of our needy. And you may think, oh, that's California doing it. No, it's Rob Black. It's 1.1% of my paycheck going to pay for disabled. I've got a pretty good life. I don't bitch and moan. The wage ceiling was lifted a little bit from $90,669 to $93,316, where they do that 1.1% tax. So the maximum weekly benefit paid to a disabled worker goes from $959 in the state of California to $987. So $4,000 a month, $48,000 a year ultimately is what you're looking at. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That's not a lot of money. I wouldn't want to be disabled. It's not good living. It's not living off the system. But you know the people I hate? The people who are playing the system who aren't really disabled and taking that check? I'd euthanize them. 800-345-5639 if you want to get your calls on the air and wait 22 hours. It's fine by me. That would show that you're a true blackhead. Run up a 22-hour phone bill. I'd love you. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. You can find me online, talk910.com, talk910.com, or robblack.com. I'll be back in 22 hours. Talk to you soon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.